Hi everyone, welcome to See the Invisible, Living with an Invisible or Rare Disease. My name is Rhonda Franny Jefferson, and thank you so much for taking some time out to listen. If you're new to this podcast, what we're trying to do here is just spread a message of positivity and community to those who have an invisible or rare disease as well as to those that help support those individuals. Going forward, I will refer to the invisible or rare disease as an illness just for the sake of brevity. But what I really wanna do, especially during this time, is to let everyone know that they're not alone, that there are other people out there who have the same feelings and may be going through something similar and help create a community where they feel supported. I also want to apologize because it has been a couple of weeks since I last uploaded a new episode. I was feeling a little worn out or fatigued and I wanted to make sure that I could give my all in recording this episode. So thank you so much for your understanding. Also, taking this time out helped me recognize something It helped me realize that I do have some limitations and I need to learn how to recognize those more. A lot of times I try to work my way through what I'm feeling, whether it's physically or mentally, and I don't really address the issue. Thinking about those things led me to a topic about the importance of self-care. There was a time where I wouldn't recognize those limitations and I would actually end up giving myself more stress or feeling more emotionally worn out than I needed to be. I have been doing a series of episodes on how to be your own advocate, but I do want to go a little bit out of order and just address the topic of the importance of self-care. And this is a good topic too, as it just does not apply to those who have an illness and their support system everybody needs to practice some form of self-care. And just to emphasize this importance, right before I came to sit down to start recording, I glanced at Facebook and a friend from college had posted eight steps to self-care. So it's something that needs to be communicated to everybody. And especially during this time where we're going through things as a nation and even as a planet with a global pandemic that we've not been through before, it's really important to recognize what helps us and helps maintain a good balance in our lives. Now, before I start, I always just want to let everybody know that I am in no way a medical, insurance, or legal expert. If you ever have any questions in those particular areas, make sure that you reach out to an expert in that field. What I'm just trying to talk about is my own personal experiences and things that I've learned over a number of years with this illness, and also even some understanding as someone who has family members who go through different types of illnesses. I did use a few sources while working on this. Um, There were a lot of really good informative articles online So what I'll do is I'll link the websites and articles in the description of the podcast. That way, if you want to go in and either 
you know, just read that episode or even explore those sites so that you might be able to get some more information from them because most of the sites were health oriented, so there's a lot of information on there. In order to practice self-care, we first have to understand the definition of self-care. PerimeterHealth.com defined it as a general term that describes everything you do deliberately for your mental, physical, and emotional well-being. I had reviewed a few different definitions while I was reading through articles, but I really liked this one because it mentions your whole self, your mental, physical, and emotional health. And that really stuck out to me because they all work together. If you're not feeling well one day, that does impact your emotions and your mood. So we really need to recognize how they all go hand in hand. While I was also thinking about self-care, I began to notice all my thoughts actually tended to be what self-care is not. I realized there were a lot of misconceptions out there of what self-care actually is. So I thought it was just as important to go over what self-care is not. By doing that, we can recognize what self-care means to us individually. Now, when I hear that term, self-care, for some reason, an image comes to mind of some ladies at a spa getting a manicure or pedicure. They might have a face mask on or a big fuzzy robe. They're just really living a very luxurious lifestyle at that point. And I think a lot of us, when we hear you know, terms saying that we need to take care of ourselves, for some reason, I think we think of something grandiose and huge and expensive, but self-care doesn't need to be any of those things. So self-care is not huge or lengthy. Self-care is something that we can practice in our everyday life by just doing small things for ourselves, whether it's taking 15 minutes on a break to read a book or drink a cup of tea. In fact, in my opinion, I think the more times that we can practice self-care throughout the day, just doing little things for ourselves will help re-energize us throughout the day and actually make us more productive. Self-care is also not the same for everyone. What I find relaxing and calming is completely different than what my husband does. He loves to go outside, whether it's hot in the summer and he works on the lawn or it's winter and it's freezing outside and he's out in his shed working on things. Those are things that bring him joy and calmness, whereas I'm looking outside and for anybody who does know me, I'm always cold. I mean, literally I have two space heaters going on in the middle of summer. So the idea of being outside in a shed, working on things, whether it's woodworking or putting things together, that's just not appealing to me. On the other hand, I love to bake and crochet. My husband has done some of those things, but he's realized it's not really his cup of tea. It's not something he enjoys, but I know I get a lot of fulfillment from it. So if you're looking at someone else, don't think that in order to practice self-care, it has to be the same as your neighbor or your best friend. They can 
they can be completely different things. And the way I look at life in general, just not when it comes to this particular topic, is that if everybody were the same, we would be living really dull lives. Recognizing this can help us both grow as individuals and also narrow down what we need to do for ourselves each day. Another thing we need to recognize is that we should do everything in moderation. I know sometimes my husband has been outside for 15, 16 hours straight, and that in itself can wear him down. Even though he's doing something he enjoys, that's just a lot of time to spend outside in the heat or cold. And I've done this as well. Um, sometimes when I'm stressed, I go to bake, but instead of just baking a batch of cookies or a loaf of bread or something like that, I will try to bake multiple different items at the same time. And what I really end up with is a messy kitchen, sometimes products that aren't even completed because I became too worn down. So it's something you definitely wanna exercise. Now probably the biggest misconception is that self-care is selfish. They even share a term, the word self. I think many of us are people pleasers at our core and we don't wanna say no or feel like we're letting someone down. However, saying no can be beneficial to both parties involved. Making sure that you yourself have your needs met gives you the energy and focus to be better able to help others. So don't think that sometimes needing to say no to someone to focus on yourself or doing those little things throughout the day that help remotivate you is selfish. It's not. It leads to more productivity and a brighter outlook. So now that we can recognize what self-care is and is not, we might be asking ourselves why is it so important? I did allude to some of these during the definitions, but I think that it's really important to come back to them to get a better understanding on the roles that they play. Now, especially if you have something that's beyond your control, such as, such as having a chronic illness, doing something that you enjoy and that you have control over helps bring back a sense of normalcy. I think everybody would like to have at least something in their lives that they can have control over. And just recognizing your own needs is one of those things. It also gives us a sense of balance. I know we hear conversation about work-home balance, and this really helps bring the balance back in because you're focusing on your needs and not the needs of 100 people around you. And as I was saying earlier, all parts of your well-being work together. Um, there have been actually studies done that show if you're in a good mental state and have good positive emotional health, it can actually increase your immunity. So it's really important to have that and be sure that you're taking care of yourself so that you can boost your mood um, and really look at the day in a positive way. So I had never heard that before, so that just emphasizes how everything works together. 
and it also serves to re-energize and renew you so that you can go forward with a better outlook. It also gives you a sense of accomplishment. You know, as I was talking about earlier, my husband and myself and what we do um, to help de-stress, when we're done, something is completed and we can look at that and say, hey, I did that. And that helps boost our self-esteem and morale. So it's really important to recognize those things. Now, earlier today, I was listening to a different podcast and it was talking about a volcano. And I actually found that kind of fitting. If we don't take time out for ourselves and take care of our well-being, then we're going to get to a point where everything just kind of explodes. We need to do things for ourselves every day to help stop that buildup of stress. So what are some of the things that we can do in our daily life to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves? One of the most important things is paying attention to our physical health. As we've covered before, the mental, emotional, and physical health all go hand in hand. So make sure you're addressing your physical needs. Um, you might think of things such as going to the gym or, or eating a plain salad all the time, but it doesn't have to be that way. Find a place that you really enjoy walking at, maybe a lake or a park if there's one near you, and that way you're actually fulfilling your physical needs. And if you're in an area that is really beautiful or scenic, then it also lifts your mood there. So you get almost like a two for one. Make sure you're getting enough sleep. This is something that I know, especially in America, we suffer from. It's kind of a go, 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 go attitude. And you really need to slow down. Make sure you're getting enough rest. Lack of sleep affects your concentration while you're at work. It can affect your mood. So it's kind of like a domino effect when you're not getting enough sleep. Try to make sure you're showing gratitude for the things that you have and be positive. Something that, at least for me, I find very important is breaking things down into a manageable task. So in other words, if if you're working on something that's going to take a long time, but it's really overwhelming, break it down to almost like chapters of a book. Once you get to the end of one, then you can start on the next. It still feeds into that sense of accomplishment because you've met your goal. And if for some reason you don't get that project done or meet a goal, don't beat yourself up about it. I mentioned a list earlier that a friend of mine from college had posted, and those take up more than one step. One step is never speak bad about yourself and also be kind to yourself. To quote RuPaul, if you can't love yourself, how are you going to love somebody else? And that's something to really think about. Also, sometimes when you need to disconnect, disconnect from everything. Turn off your social media, turn off your phone or computer, and just sit back and you know, relax, drink a cup of tea. But sometimes just having that constant connection, getting news 24 hours, that in itself can be overwhelming. There's a lot of things going on in the world, and I think everybody feels this need to just stay connected all the time. But sometimes just taking a step back allows us to reflect and really center ourselves again.
This last tip really does strike a chord with me. My sister passed away due to complications from an auto-inflammatory disease. About a year later, I was diagnosed with one. And thinking back to the last conversation that I had with her, I really didn't understand what she was going through. She would tell me something and I would try to sympathize, but I really didn't understand the feeling. She was saying that you know, as her children got older and that she was out of the workplace because she couldn't work anymore, she really felt like she wasn't contributing. I completely understand how she feels now. And sometimes it's really overwhelming to take a look at your surroundings and realize that things have changed and that's really beyond your control. So let go of things that you can't control and remember how much you're worth. Setting goals or looking back at your accomplishments should give you a sense of self-worth. Everybody contributes something. So just remember that you are worth it. You're worth the time that you take to care for yourself and, and you are important. I just want to close with a couple of tips. I actually found this episode the hardest to record. I'm really not sure why, but I realized at one point I wasn't following the tips that I was going to be speaking about today. I decided to, instead of trying to record everything at once, breaking it down so that I could finish each section separately and not have to re-record everything. I was being hard on myself and as I'm going through everything, I really had to take a step back and I was trying to build up the courage and the energy and the self-esteem to start this project. Each time I finish an episode or I add something to our Facebook page, it gives me a sense of purpose. Each thing that you do should be its own reward. So make sure that you treat yourself kindly and give yourself the rewards that you deserve. This is not something necessarily big, but it's just taking time out to focus on you and that will put you in a better position and just be in a brighter, positive place. So that's the end of the episode for today. I really do want to thank everyone for taking the time out to listen. It does really mean a lot to me. I'm so thankful for this opportunity to be able to speak with people that otherwise I'd never be able to reach. I'd love to hear your feedback. Um, my email address is seetheinvisible2020 at gmail.com. My social, I will link my Twitter and Facebook and website in the description of the podcast today, just in case you want to drop me a line. Um, I am working on adding some things to Pinterest. There are some good recipes for things like smoothies that I found. I know that not everybody likes smoothies, but I know for myself that sometimes I really don't feel like eating a whole meal. So having something like a juice or a smoothie really, you know, 
fills the need for the nutrients that I need, but at the same time doesn't you know, make me feel make me feel like I'm overfilled or anything like that. It's nice and light. That's really what I'm looking to do on the Pinterest. Um, I am still working on my blog for the website um, just to share some experiences and again, just trying to show support for everyone really at this time um, that we're going through, but especially for those who have the extra challenge of living with a chronic illness during this time. So I hope that everyone just got at least a little something out of this podcast. I really enjoy doing this and it really gives me a sense of purpose again. So thank you so much and I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.